0: One of the most overwhelming parts of being a new homeschooler is figuring out how to teach math at home. Each child learns in unique ways, and well, let's face it, very few of us are confident teaching math to begin with. Veteran homeschooler and popular curriculum reviewer Kathy Duffy is here to help us choose the best math curriculum for your child.
1: Welcome to Homeschooling Saints, the podcast that helps you create the homeschool you love for the people you love. Our host is Lisa Mladnik, a Catholic life coach, TV host, best-selling author, and an instructor at Homeschool Connections.
0: Hello and welcome. I'm Lisa Meladnik, your host. Today, we have the wonderful reviewer and homeschooling veteran, Kathy Duffy, here to help us choose the best math curriculum for your child. Kathy Duffy is well known as a curriculum expert. She's researched and written about curricula for home education for more than 30 years. Her website, KathyDuffyReviews.com, and that's in the show notes, it's C A T H Y D U F F Y Reviews. Dot com. It's the go-to resource for homeschool curriculum reviews, very well known and respected. Her digital book, How to Choose Homeschool Curriculum, walks you through the process for choosing the resources that will work best for each child and each family. Kathy home educated her own three sons through high school and has also taught numerous groups of both children And adults. Again, find Kathy at kathyduffyreviews.com. Hey, welcome to the show, Kathy. It's so good to have you here.
2: Yeah, and I love talking about math, so I'm especially happy to be with you today to talk about this.
0: Oh, it's so great. It's so great to have somebody in the room who's not intimidated. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so what happened that started the ball rolling with you creating kathyduffyreviews.com?
2: Yeah, that we started homeschooling back in the dark ages of homeschooling, back in the 80s. And it just, you know, there was nothing available. Today's homeschoolers can't picture this. There were not publishers who were willing to sell to homeschoolers. You couldn't get answer keys. You couldn't get hardly anything. It was very, very challenging. And so I just set out trying to find resources. It was, you know, personal. I needed to find stuff, but other people did too. But I enjoyed that. That was, you know, something that really pushed my buttons. And I was so enthused when I found something interesting or new, just something we could get. You know? So um, that's where it came from. And we started sharing, you know, in our measly little newsletters, we were still printing those, even typing them up. I mean, this is, you know, really back there and sending those out. So it just grew from that very, you know, organic growing with the movement.
0: Yeah, no, it's really neat to think about how different things were. This was an actual typed-up newsletter. They were probably hand-delivered or mailed, and now everything is through technology. It's so much easier, and we have your website to go to. But this was a long journey of your enthusiasm, your kind of intrepid spirit to go out and find that stuff and share with other moms and and learn from other moms and resulted in this incredible resource.
2: Yeah, that and you know the needs of my own children. Uh, my, my eldest was an unusual learner, needed lots of hands-on active learning. And so that really set me off searching because traditional curriculum wasn't a good fit, figured that out pretty early on. And so uh, we were making our own resources for years. So yeah, that's where it came from, you know, practical experience and the need.
0: So who's your typical person that comes to the site and, and needs your guidance?
2: I don't think there's a typical. I, I find um, that long-time homeschoolers who are helping others are on my site. And then the brand-new person who just is thinking about homeschooling, somebody is told them, go check out Kathy W. Reviews, you know, and they're on there too. So it's across the entire spectrum of homeschoolers. Which pleases me. I'm I'm glad to see that we're reaching that many people, and that's why we put we ended up putting an advanced search tool on the site to help people sort it through because I don't even know how many reviews are on there. There's you know well over a thousand, maybe there's two thousand. I have no idea. Lots of reviews, and I can't remember. I reached a point a number of years ago where I can't remember all of the products. I, you know, it starts to all run together after a while because there's just too much out there. And if I can't remember, other people aren't going to be able to make sense of all of the choices there. So that's when we started with the advanced search resource on the site so people could narrow down. I want fourth grade. I want this topic. I want these features. And it helps just hone in on what's going to work for different families. Boy, that's great.
0: So um, so you have this advanced search tool. What else would we find at your site?
2: It's it's really about the reviews, you know, just that's it. That's the, that's the heart of it. So, you know, the tool is to help you just find the right reviews. There are a few articles scattered in there, but it really, you know, that's just, that's where it's at.
0: Yeah. No, that's fantastic. That's just what we need. We need another mom to say, I've looked this over. This works for this kind of a kid in this situation. Here are the, the advantages or the disadvantages. And it just really helps us to cut through a lot of that overwhelm. And then your advanced searching tool obviously helps us cut through the overwhelm of just how great this
2: site is. Yeah, I know. I've gotten to writing lengthier reviews the last 10 years i used to write them shorter but you know i really developed over time more of a sensitivity to the different nuances of what people are looking for and so my reviews are are long i know that's off putting for some people but they are they tend to be long because I'm trying to point out, you know, the, how they address learning styles and how easy it is for the teacher to use and uh, different features, how it's put together. What do you need? Technology? No technology? Uh, uh, yeah, there's so many facets of a product that you have to consider these days. And it's getting more complex. Right, right. What does it cost? Is
0: it a subscription? Are you buying it outright? Can you get it used? Is there support? Uh, with the program, all of these things. and uh, but once you see <laughs> Where it, it used latest, to be just books. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. You'd have a book and you'd use it, right? But no, we really are much more of a community now online. So it's really great to be able to connect with so much of this kind of evaluation from somebody who really understands what the issues are. Okay, so we started off just kind of focusing on the idea of teaching math at home. And it's just so intimidating for a lot of us. We do get put off by by math. We kind of dread it and maybe we procrastinate a little bit about making a decision.
2: Um, do you have some favorite <laughs> programs yeah. that you'd like to recommend, Kathy? I, I, I like, there are some programs that really are standouts in my mind, but I, I think it's so important to talk about learning styles that children have different learning styles and where one program is great for one child it won't work with another and it's important to understand that's one of the things I get into in my book uh the how to choose that's a a pdf people can get um, that is that is through the website I guess so there is something more there but (laughs) there you go but uh, (laughs) but you need to understand if your child is a hands-on learner or a social learner, they just need to be around people. You know, sometimes homeschoolers, they try to put their child in front of the computer and expect them to just learn it. And, you know, then they're continually, you know, turning around and falling off the chair and looking for someone to interact with, you know, some, you know, children are different. And then there's, you know, children who like to just go off and do it by themselves and they're very, you know, competent, capable and, just let me be efficient and get it done. Anyways, we have to recognize that about our children and choose a program that's likely to work with them. Yeah, so interesting. So, yeah, I I get to work with my grandkids now. So you know I'm Yay. continually reminded of this. I have uh, a seven-year-old granddaughter and she is extremely social. She just wants to interact all the time. And you know, when she has worksheets to do, I've I've been with her and worked with trying to get her to do worksheets is really pulling teeth. But a lot of moms know this. <laughs> so I started playing games with her. And it's a whole world of difference. Um, something as simple as is uh, war with cards. We just pick a, a standard deck of cards. Your face cards are worth 10, your aces are worth one. And we just play, you know, we started out just war to just for the card values and then do addition war. So you have to lay down two cards and then you have to add them together and who wins. And so she's got to add her cards and say her number before we can decide who wins. And I watch her just go through those math facts much faster when we're doing math war than she'll do on the worksheet, okay. This is something you have to pay attention to because sometimes just doing it in a form that works for them, their brain clicks. And so we do a lot of games. Um, and that was something I discovered again with my eldest son, you know, games uh, were great for him. And so we would do games frequently and then hands-on manipulatives, uh depends on what the child needs to be able to see it. Some really like the manipulatives they can see how it all works when you're moving those things around and then it clicks in their brain. So understanding how they how they work is is key to this. So when I say yeah there's a program I really like, yeah, I like it for the right child okay right No that makes so much sense. Yeah, there are so many options out there now and I love that there are even some that are free. And I don't know that parents are you know, aware of some of these really excellent programs out there that are free. Wow. Uh, probably some people have heard about the good and the beautiful. They have their entire uh, curriculum, but they, have, um, they sell most of it. They've made their language arts for, I think, first through fifth grade available for free, which mm-hmm. is amazing. But they've just recently redone their math program. They're working on still getting all the levels done. So in August, it looks like they're going to be making their math free, the PDF format of it. That'll be that will be really a, a hit with a lot of people. I'm expecting it'll be their other math program was good, but it was uh, a little bit expensive because you had to buy more manipulatives. And uh, anyways, they've narrowed it down a little bit and, you know, made it more affordable and you can buy these, you can buy the program pre-printed too, but um, I'm really looking forward to uh, reviewing that because I think it's going to be a big deal for a lot of families. But um, yeah, they're free worksheets, you know, uh, plain and simple. Um, they, They have a math curriculum, complete math curriculum, but it's worksheets. If you're a worksheet type person or you want to use them as a supplement, you get those for free. And there's online games. Um, academics would probably be one example. They do have a paid subscription, but they have a lot that's available for free. So you can use that as a supplement, you know, for drill. And one of the most important things, you know, is that children need to have those math facts down. So using a game online, that's where you know using the computer really is helpful. So academics, one of those options that really works. That's awesome. So anyway, that I've just thrown out a lot of stuff. But um, I I think it's important for a lot of moms to understand there's a lot of options out there that are free, you can experiment, try different things and see what works for you that way too, not putting out a lot of money.
0: Great. If you look at just kind of, I know there's a lot of different kind of multiple intelligences and other factors that go into choosing the right one for each child. But would you mind just, um, you've got such an extensive awareness of so many programs, like what basic learning styles maybe connect with certain ones as just a kind of a basic overview?
2: Right. And I'm gonna, um, you know, I use in my book. I talk about Wiggly Willies and sociable suits, but I'll I'll use you know, language that probably everybody will quickly grasp. Yes, um, that's great. Yeah, for <laughs> for the hands-on learners, Matthew C is probably one of the best known. He uses manipulatives. You know, it's got you know video lesson and but manipulatives there for the child who needs to have the hands-on type learning for the. A child who's analytic and you know strong, usually stronger in math. I I I'm almost always recommend that you try uh, Singapore's Primary Mathematics or else Dimensions Mathematics. Dimensions is a newer version. It's it's the Singapore methodology made more user friendly for homeschoolers. So that's really worth checking out. Excellent, excellent program. But for the child who gets math, likes to think mathematically. Anyways, I, th- I think it's just really outstanding. Alex is an online program that I would think along the same line. Alex is doesn't have all the glitter and flash that some of the online programs have, very, you know, kind of plain looking screens, to the point, teaches, no games, you know, just you know, works at does an excellent job. It does the best job I've ever seen of adapting to the student where if they answer a problem one way or another way, it will change what happens next. I, you know, Other programs say they're adaptive, but not to the extent I see with Alex. So that's an excellent uh, option that's fascinating. if you've got that sort of a child. Yeah. And then the social learners. Um, Well, the Good and the Beautiful program would be one that would work with, you know, ones that want to interact and be that way. Um, Math Lessons for a Living Education is another one that I think is really excellent, interactive. You, You know, these have some manipulatives, but it's not, you know, totally dependent on that. But they are ones where the parent's going to be working with the child. You're going to be doing this together. And that's what a lot of children need. Uh, I, I think another one worth mentioning, Beast Academy. They uh, present the lessons in comic book form, so you got a visual learner who's <laughs> really wants that that kind of a look. There's there's something for them too. Yeah, I think there's you know there's you know songs you can use you know for learning math facts you know for that <laughs> auditory learner and it's, it's special interest topics too. There are math math books, you know, more supplemental type thing for, uh, I, I wrote down um, two that came to mind when I was thinking about this. There's one out for horse lovers, and I know there's lots of those out there. A surprising number of people are interested in that. And then, you know, football math. There used to be a baseball math that went out of print, but I'll bet you there's another one out there somewhere. So, but, these are workbooks, um, the horse lovers They're and the supplemental workbook things that are all based upon those topics. So if you've got a a kid who loves football, you know, get them football math and Hmm. do it, you know, use the avenues that are going to appeal to them. Yeah, it
0: definitely changes the framework, doesn't it? When there's something that kind of they can connect with that ignites them a little bit, the door opens more to learning their stress levels go down. Um, It's that whole thing, that human thing that you're so good at is, which is allowing each person to be kind of Seen and heard, and encouraged in their own way.
2: And I think I think parents with older children uh, have a little bit tougher time because the you know kids start hitting the teen years. They often want to be independent, and they should be learning to learn independently, to work independently. And some of them still need more help. You know, you just can't give them a workbook and expect it to to do the job. And so there are more online classes, really outstanding out online classes for, you know, the older levels. Uh, again, there's some of those that are free too. The MasterMath, it would be one for the junior high years. And I think it has Algebra 1 too. MasterMath is a free one that's really excellent. And CK-12 has interactive textbooks. They've got animations and other things, you know, really outstanding uh, for the upper grade levels. So there, it seems like there's something for everybody these days. Yeah, it's really amazing the innovations that are out there. Uh, because parents used to struggle so hard in the homeschool world to find answers. Now, I I, <laughs> I think there is. You know, sometimes it is expensive, but the price points coming down on so many things and with some of these free options out there, I I look at some of them. I I, I just can't believe these are free because some of the free options are every bit as good or better than things you're paying for. So parents need to take advantage. So is that something
0: they can search for with your advanced tool? Just look at whatever the free programs are.
2: Um, I don't have that in the advanced search tool, but you can just type free up in the regular, (laughs) it'll bring up, you know, anything that mentions free. Uh, Okay. That'll take you a little more time to go through, but um, yeah, I think that's the easiest way to find free. That's crossed my mind as something that I might need to add to the advanced search tool because before I didn't think there would be enough free programs to, to bother making that one of the search features, but it's getting to be important. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Especially with so many people, you know, we talk a lot about COVID and the economy and everything and kids being at home that never were at home before because of, you know, just because of need, because of the imperative of quarantine or whatever in their location. And um, so suddenly this is all thrust upon families who may be hurting financially.
2: And to know that there's great
0: stuff out there for free is really exciting.
2: I think, yeah, that the price barrier isn't there anymore for families who worried about how they're going to do that. Yeah. They have to worry about the childcare more, you know, mom and dad needing to work and that sort of thing. Yes. That doesn't go away, but in terms of the cost of curriculum, you know, because, you know, jumping away from math, I mean, you have things like easy peasy and other entire programs that are free. So there are lots of ways to do this. very, inexpensively or free, depending on what you're willing to put out there.
0: Now, it occurs to me that some kids just need to warm up to a subject and they might do well with something animated or fun or a game before jumping into maybe some harder work. And maybe even older kids might benefit from some of this stuff that's really designed for younger kids just as a math review. Maybe before doing long division, they just do something that's fun for reviewing multiplication facts or something like that, like kind of break the ice a little bit.
2: Yeah, I, you know one of my favorite uh, online game things, Reflex Math. And there's one with ninja warriors you know, that I particularly like. Uh, but it, you know, goes through different levels, and you know, it's it's just a fun game reviews math facts, but you know, it's a game, and they'll enjoy it. They won't be thinking of it as being uh, just math. It <laughs> Just it doesn't. <laughs> I like to do board games too. I've, I've Got other games that we really like. Simply Fun puts out some excellent games. There's one called Formation, F-O-U-R, Nation. And it's really complex in the type of thinking. It's it's an addition game, but you're trying to add, you know, you've got cards, you've got to add numbers together to make certain numbers. And you want to, there's a strategy, you're trying to get numbers in a row, And then you can battle over certain numbers. So, you know, with you're playing two or more players and you're battling over different numbers. And I just love the game because it's complex, very much a game, but you have to do a ton of mental math. And I like those games that have children doing mental math before, you know, to arrive at a conclusion, you've got to weigh all your possibilities. So if they're doing it in a game, they're going to run through a bunch of math facts, to come out what they want to do so those are those are my ideal type games and there's quite a few of those out there
0: boy that's wonderful that's wonderful maybe we can talk about this a little later uh, after the show and just maybe get a couple of direct links to some of your recommendations there that would be fun but you've given me a wonderful list for our show notes what else would you like uh listeners to take away from this conversation what's important for them to know
2: I think it's paying attention to your child, taking the time to experiment and find out what helps them to learn best. What makes it easiest? They shouldn't have to be fighting this battle with something that's working against their learning style, especially like learning math facts. But, you know, even with learning concepts, if you can teach things in a way that meets their learning style so they can access the information easily, then they're not going to hate math, they're going to be more receptive when you're trying to teach new concepts. So take the time to figure out how to address their learning style needs, and then choose the programs that are going to do the best job of, you know, reaching them. And, you know, sometimes, yes, you want to go back and help them learn to do paper and pencil drill or whatever it is they're weak on. But don't make that the mainstay of what you're doing.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. What do you wish you'd known starting out, Kathy, in this whole realm of teaching math to your own kids
2: long ago? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I, I, you know, I learned along with them. They taught me, you know, just paying attention and, and working with them. We made up our own games in response. I had them help make, they helped create games. We sold these math mouse games for years and they helped create them. So I had them very involved with their education. I wish wish we'd had more resources that made it simpler when we were doing it. But otherwise, no, I don't have any regrets or wishes. Oh, yeah, I wish, you know, no. (laughs) It sounds
0: like you had a really positive can-do attitude anyway. We're a great researcher and resource finder. Just give us a quick peek before we wrap up into what we'll find in your book, How to Choose Homeschool Curriculum.
2: Well, the book, I, some people are more familiar with my previous book, 102 Top Picks for Homeschool Curriculum. But I shifted to the smaller book because what I did with the Top Picks was to choose the best products on the market, 102. And then chart them out according to their features and showing you know how they work. But the heart of that book was the first six chapters, which goes over how to choose curriculum. And so, I kept that for how to choose because I wanted people to not be restricted to that 100 top picks or 102 top picks, and because again, there's so many more resources than that out there now. So I went to the how to choose where I kept that. All the information that walks you through the process, I've got charts and questionnaire things, different things that walk you through the different steps of knowing how to choose curriculum, you know, setting your goals, identifying learning styles, um, anyways, identifying what's going to work for each of your children. And then I show you how to use the advanced search tool to identify those things within the tool to get what you want in the the results you're asking, you know, so. Mm, wonderful, yeah. it's it's to just try to open up that world to people a little more than with a top picks restricted list,
0: yeah. And I feel like those of us who feel like we might not have been good at math ourselves or or we can't do this, when you see the variety of ways that we can key into these innovations, the kind of genius of different approaches, it does, it does open some doors for us, open some doors of possibility. And I love what you said about some of them, or I forget what you said, social sallies and wiggling willies. Um, (laughs) Nice to be able to talk with other families too, and get the social sallies together and maybe do something together with the wiggling willies. Who knows? So many ways that we can build out from this and support each other as well.
2: Right. Yes. I think I. so much of the wisdom we gain as homeschooling parents is in talking to other parents, because inevitably somebody else has a child that's sort of like yours and you'll learn <laughs> and share resources. You know, hey, this worked for us. We'll pass it on.
0: Oh, my gosh. I feel so encouraged. I almost wish I could kind of turn back the clock now and try some of those, these things. My daughter's about to graduate from college. <laughs> What, an, what a thank delightful kids. discussion. Yes, we hope for those one day. Down we'll the road. God's will be yeah. done. Um, yeah. But what a, what a wonderful conversation, Kathy. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today.
2: Yeah, well, thank you for having me. It's, it's always fun to talk about math. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm glad to hear you say that. Because, uh, we,
2: we need you saying that
0: <laughs> all right. everybody, thank you for listening. Please stay tuned for our short feature coming right up,
1: hi there. This is Chantal with from Ideal to Real coaching you on how to make those holy and lofty pipe dreams more attainable and more actionable in your everyday life. As we wrap up the final episode of this season, I want to focus in on the art and process of choosing a joyful mama mindset. With the summer coming, it's the right moment to recharge our own personal growth, and to focus in on the work that makes us a better homeschool mama for next year and beyond. I think of summer sometimes as my shine time, my turn in the garden of growth and expansion. So I hope that you'll go there with me through this simple process, because when we can pinpoint how to hold sway over our thoughts, how to direct them toward the true and the good and the beautiful, then we can return to joy when we start to veer off the path. Because the reality is, if we don't know how to do this, we can hardly expect to teach this to our kids, right? Let alone expect them to show up eager and grateful and ready to learn and serve. So having joy in your life doesn't just happen, does it? We know it's the fruit. It's the fruit of a disciplined mind and a disciplined heart. And I don't claim to be an expert. Honestly, today, I want to walk you through a little self-coaching process that rescues me frequently when I begin to doubt my homeschool calling, when I feel like I'm a failure, or when I get caught up in comparing myself or my circumstances with others. So the first step in choosing joy is recognizing our thoughts, because it is true that our thoughts cause our feelings and our feelings move us into action or inaction. That's really a fundamental truth. So the first thing that I like to do when I'm feeling blue or discouraged or disgruntled is to journal on paper or just in my mind, my thoughts by asking myself questions. Like Andrew Pudewa says, to think is to ask yourself questions. So that's step number one. Step number two is to just genuinely be curious about those thoughts. Once you start to discover what they are, what circumstances outside of your control are prompting them? Be gentle with yourself, and as you unearth what's going through your brain, explore more. Why are you thinking what you are thinking? Step number three is once you begin to see what you're thinking, you can choose if that's where you wanna stay or if you wanna think something different. When you take captive the ugly thoughts, then changing your mind toward peaceful and kind thoughts is much easier. This is how you begin to sow seeds of truth back into the garden of your mind, and you'll see the fruit of joy ensue. I think about how often when our kids are young, we expect them just to turn on a dime and to make a new direction and to change their mind. And over time, as we get older, we lose that capacity to stop understand what we're thinking, and make a new choice. So do the work of unearthing those thoughts. It's a great place to begin. I do believe that this is one of those fundamental things that you can do and work on this summer that will make an impact into your next year and will help give you guidance on how to help coach your kids to find joy as well. As we close, I just want to remind you that joy is the ineffable sign of God's presence. And Pope John Paul II often reminds us, God made us for joy. Choose joy in your thoughts, which will move your feelings towards peace and gratitude, which will show up in self-sacrifice, extraordinary acts of love and generosity. And of course, the fruit of all of that effort will be the deepest essence of God's presence in your home. My fellow mamas, hold on to that joy mindset, and our homeschools will become beacons of light to those around us. I'm Chantal Howard. You can find me at chantal-howard.com or aromarosary.com. I look forward to interacting with you there, and we can support one another forward towards sanctity and joy.
0: That's our show for today. Our program is sponsored by homeschoolconnections.com, where you can get online courses for your grade school, middle school, and high school student. Learn from the experts and make your homeschooling easier. Be sure to leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. And we'll see you next time here on the Homeschooling Saints podcast.